You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's do your top eight for season 2023. I've got to be honest, and I'm going to do mine later in the week. And the reason why is, Maddie, I'm still. I'm still flipping and flopping as to who's going to come on in because history tells us that two, possibly three, will come in and therefore two, possibly three, will go out. And that's where I'm landing. I've got a concern, and I played this out with my listeners last week about the Melbourne Storm. There's something Mm -hmm. in my gut feeling about the Melbourne Storm that they're perhaps one injury, one more injury away from doing what they've never done, which is you know, lose a couple of players and and their fortunes change. I mean, their history says that we can overcome that. So that's probably my biggest question about the top eight. Let's rumble through yours. Right up. Uh, just firstly, I'll say the same thing. There are concerns in around Melbourne just on you to lose that many quality forwards. Lose that layer of depth and that layer of experience has got to tell. The Pappenhausen situation has me really worried. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll be back to at least two-thirds of the way through the season. We're led to believe, possibly. Man, that makes it hard. Uh, if they lose Jerome, Harry Grant or Munster, they're in trouble. So my eight has been, well, the back-to-back uh, champions going for the three in a row, Penrith. I've got the Roosters. I have uh, South Sydney. Uh, then I've got Cronulla fourth. I, I, I just love the way what I've seen of around Cronulla in the trial games. And they're hard-nosed and disciplined enough to be a top-four side, I think, through the season. Well, they're consistent enough, I'd say. Is there an over-reliance on Nico? Uh, probably slightly, but I still think they can get the job done. They're a blue collar, good blue-collar side. Melbourne Storm, five. Six, I've gone North Queensland. Seven, Manly. Eight, Parramatta. So Manly come in at the expense of the Raiders for you. If you tell me Travojevic and DCE play 19 games plus, then yes, Manly. All right. So Raiders, the ones to go out. And the biggest jumpers for you then in your top eight will be South Sydney. Finished seventh last year and you've got them inside the top four. Reasons yep. behind that? Uh, just what I spoke about before. I, I just You can see that they've worked very, very hard in the offseason. Damien Cook didn't go away. On the uh, on the World Cup tour, I think that'll be good that he he rested up. They engaged him a lot more. Cam Murray looked fantastic. I thought the pack looked good, and Cody and Latrell speak for themselves. And so I, I, if they again, if they can, if they can just be, uh, if they can just tighten their defence a little bit, I I think they they I think they can I think they can win it. So Parramatta make the grand final last year. Mm-hmm. They finished uh, in the top four. You've taken them and the Cowboys out of the top four and put them towards the back end of the mm-hmm. top eight. What's the reasoning behind that? Uh, just gut feel. Just gut feel. I, and you know, lost like lost some like the Sean Lane injury. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i is a, is a big loss. Reed Marnie is a huge loss. Um, and I tell you what, you know, um, Ryan Madison's 
mm. you know, he's he's waving of the fine to take a three uh, to take a three week take the three week suspension. Isn't that biting the eels at the moment? Yeah, with their with their lack of depth and injuries. Yeah, they're, they're the things, Matty. I think Marnie's a, a, a really big loss, and I just see other sides just improving. Um, there's not going to be a lot in the top eight. It'll be, you know, it'll be it'll be cl- close wins or losses that'll separate third and fourth from sixth and seventh. There's no doubt about that. But I, j- I just like other sides, it's, you know. And you sometimes you go into a when you when you've wasted just about your whole life on rugby league. Sometimes you just get a gut feel and you go with it. Yep. So you got the Raiders dipping out of the eight. There's a mm-hmm. fair argument, and you, and you've made this argument. In fact, last week you were you were hovering around the Broncos. Um, yep. pushing to be in the top eight. The Dragons, who finished 10th last year, we, we've got them um, finishing further down. Manly, you've already lifted up and elevated into the eight. The Bulldogs are, are probably got an asterisk next next to yeah. them. They could well and truly push it. So did you find – what were the what were the compelling arguments to say, okay, maybe not Broncos this year, maybe not Bulldogs this year? Uh, Bulldogs because they're on the climb. Uh, they're, 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 they're piecing together. I said the other day that it would not surprise me if the Bulldogs would grab a comp in, within five years. That's how quickly Gus can uh, assemble a roster. Continues to get quality players in the hunt for other quality players. Probably just they just they've got to find a really quality playmaker, another quality playmaker in there. They're on the climb. The other side, the Broncos. I just trust other sides more than the Broncos. Broncos are capable of great things, but you know their form suggests that when they hit a tough period, they don't come out of it. Let me let me throw this one at you. So your top eight: Panthers, Roosters, Souths, Sharks, the Storm, Cowboys, Manly, and Parramatta. We saw last year, Maddie, with Manly, one effectively one thing ruined their season at the back end. They lost seven straight, and it all came off the back of that pride round. There was other stuff clearly going on, but but one big-ticket item derailed their season. Is there a team in the top eight that you've just named that is in danger of having that happen to them? If one thing goes bad, that they could be derailed, or do you see that resilience in that top eight that you've named? Well, I, I see nothing on the horizon. I mean, that can all change within, within an hour, yeah. Matty. You, you, but... I see with those sides, I don't see anything on the horizon that's going to really disrupt things. You know, the Mitchell Moses contract situation has just about all been done. Just a few things to fix up. No, I like um, just thinking of the Sharks. They're very happy group, great coach. Yeah, I, I think I think they're all pretty solid. I, more more to the point, Maddie. It's like we've spoken about with the Melbourne Storm there. Is just their their most important players. How vital they are um, to to Melbourne because Melbourne. I think in Craig Bellamy's whole tenure at Melbourne, this is probably the skinniest roster he has had during losing all those experienced players. So out of all the other teams, you got the Panthers sitting on the top and they're going for mm-hmm. three wins in a row. And and obviously, you know that's that's a level that's, that's a level of greatness in this game in this in this yeah. modern era. So fatigue all, is the worry around them. I, like, Fatigue, not talent. They've lost some good talent, but it's fatigue. So that's you the worry. Go- yeah, that's, that's the worry it. from within. What's the uh, target that- area from outside? If you're a, if you're a Roosters, you're a Souths, you're a Sharks. What's your target area to try and stop the Panthers? Um, I th- look, I think they'll go in just saying as you know, being as good as we can be. If you're coming up against the Panthers, 
what St Helens showed is that if you if you can control the the middle field, then it makes things incredibly difficult on guys like Jerome and, and Nathan and whatnot. Uh, the big out in that game uh, against St Helens was Dylan uh, Dylan Edwards. He was uh, Clive Churchill medalist, and yeah. he's one of the best yardage men. But like I said before, fatigue is the biggest thing for when tides are going to go back to back or back to back to back. It gets harder and harder and harder. And, you know, I cite some of those sides that went back to back in the 90s, but you watch it, you watch their third campaign and at the back end of the year, they just hit the wall, you know, either physically or mentally. Yeah, and when you're the hunted, it's a very different scenario, isn't it? When you're the, as you point out, when you're the hunted three times over now... I mean, they're going into uncharted territory. They're a young group. They've got everything in place. We know all that. But this is uncharted territory for them. Uh, Interesting top eight. So just the one team will come in, according to Matty, and that will be the Manly Seagulls under Anthony Seabog. Random question before we take a quick break. All three forwards are off contract at the end of this year. If you had to sign one, who would it be between Spencer Lenu, Nelson Asifa Solomona, or David Fafita? (laughs) They've all got their attractions. For the now, I would uh, Nelson. For the future, Spencer on talent for feeder. So take your pick. <laughs> I, I'd say for the now, I would say uh, Nelson. Um, there's some good signs around for feeder. Yeah. Um, I would be if I was Justin Holbrook. I'd be spending throughout the season at times. I'd be switching to the left and putting him alongside Kieran Four. And I think Kieran could really teach him how to play scientific football. Going to be an interesting one. I'll catch up with Sam Verrills up there on the Gold Coast a little bit later on in the program. It's approaching 20 minutes after 10 for our Sydney listeners. 20 past nine for those listening in Queensland. This is the roundup with Matty White, Matty Johns.